0: Guy. Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallant Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fox Racing Canada, Phoenix Handlebars, Guts Racing, Throttle Timepieces, Get Shit Done Coffee. Reverend Motors, 204 Skate Shop, and Throttle Syndicate make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Big MX Radio Podcast. Really appreciate you, the listener, for coming on and listening to this another amazing episode we have Danica White coming on for, I believe, the sixth or seventh time. She's been on the show, and I gotta say, having her on to add some uh, diversity to the podcast, as far as a, a female voice, has been so amazing to hear. Uh, a young Alberta young lady who is uh, passionate about her sport, loves it, and uh, and making moves. Uh, couldn't have been happier with my decision to be able to uh, bring her on. Uh, welcome her on. It's been fantastic with the partnership, with uh, with. Fox Racing Canada, uh, which was originally connected uh, by our uh, my friends down in Fox Racing USA, Austin Hoover, uh, Mark Finley, and all those guys, uh, getting that all together. Danica is uh, is a very bubbly, very infectious individual who loves to get the motocross community together. I hope you guys have been listening to the podcasts uh, up to this date with her on there. Uh, she's just got so much great energy, and um, and that's why I want to continue to bring her on. Uh, it's a great conversation that I had with her. Uh, she's been jet-setting a little bit, and I think she's actually down in California again as we speak. Uh, so that's fantastic. Her awesome job is kind of taking her all over the place, and uh, um, that's great to see. love to see people. Um, achieving things and, uh, and, and getting that throttle therapy, whether it's uh, an electric throttle or a gas throttle. You never know. Um <clears throat> hope you yourself are getting some throttle therapy uh, lately. Uh, I myself have been able to ride a little bit, uh, whether it's uh, Drumheller or a couple of uh, local riding spots. This last weekend did some off-road riding on a motocross bike, which was a bit of a challenge and definitely out of my comfort zone, but uh, that's what it's all about, is just uh, twisting the throttle and, and getting after it. So we did, we did a little bit of that. Uh, <clears throat> no pipe protector, no, uh, no uh, skid plate, but uh, we went out there and enjoyed ourselves regardless. Uh, before we get this podcast started with Danika, I wanted to touch on the uh, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross AMA Nationals that are coming up uh, in just a couple of weeks' time. We're also going to do a, uh, a one-on-one with Chris Pomeroy next week to discuss the uh, the upcoming Canadian National Series, uh, so yeah, check that out as well, guys. Um, I, I'm lo- really looking forward to uh, that sort of coming together, and uh, like you you can watch on I believe it's uh, MAV TV Plus, which is available uh, in the states as well as in Canada and Australia. If you're listening, uh, that's how you're gonna watch Lucas Oil Pro Motocross AMA Nationals. Um, there is a discount code for uh, through RacerX, I believe or, or MX Sports, I believe it's MX Sports 10 saves you 10% off of the annual subscription for Mav TV plus or uh, you can wait to, uh, to watch the races the day after on YouTube more than likely. But either way, uh, we got some uh, some great races coming up. Kicks off just this weekend at Fox Raceway down in uh, Paula, California. I've ridden that track myself, and it's absolutely amazing down there. I really enjoy it. I think you guys would enjoy riding there as well. If you, and if you're from Southern California, you more than likely have spun a lot of laps at Paula. And uh, hey, maybe if you're from uh, the Great White North, like my good friend James Dahlman, you've spun some laps at uh, at Paula as well. Uh, as far, I'm just gonna get into the championships uh, a little bit here uh, before we get started with. Danica, uh, I think that it's Jet Lawrence, uh, and it's it's not entirely close, uh, obviously barring injury, but that's literally, uh, that caveat could be placed on every single motocross uh, championship that has ever been ran. I think it's Jet Lawrence, and I don't think it's close. I think uh, he's going to exert his will, and he's going to be ripping. Uh, the number one plate is all you basically need to know about the, one, the I was going to say the 125 class, but the 250 class, and then the 450 class. Yeah, we're gonna have some interesting uh, entrants in uh, Antonio Caroli and uh, Ryan Dungey. Between the two of those, I think I think right off the hop, I think that uh, Caroli is gonna look better. Uh, I, I don't think he's gonna do the entire series. Uh, he's obviously only signed up for the first two. I think that's a little bit of a uh, like kind of he's playing his cards close to the vest. Hey, I'll see how the first two two rounds go, and if they go great, awesome. If they don't, I'm out of here. Uh, back to uh, back to Italy, and uh, he'll have his little taste of coming out of retirement to, to race his KTM in the states and say that he did it. If things go well, if he's a top five guy, I could easily see him racing the entire series and being a top five guy all year long. In the in the re- regards to Ryan Dungey, honestly, I wouldn't say he's, he'd be willing to come back if he didn't think that he could win. And if he thinks that he can win, then I'm I'm worried about everybody else. I think that he's going to be a fit. Thorn and everybody's side who's uh, vying for this championship. Uh, obviously, Dylan Ferrandez is coming back. He's got a bit of a wrist issue, but I think that's going to be good to go. I don't think there's going to be any lingering problems on that front. Uh, so look for the Frenchman to be out front and out front often. Uh, beginning of the series, I'm going to sound like a broken record here. I was going to sound like all the other podcasts and say that Ken Roxon is going to come out flying right off the hop. Uh, but from one of the guys I talked to earlier this week, uh, said that he was, looked a little bit off the pace at Glen Helen, so if that's any indication, maybe Kenny won't f- uh, come out flying. Maybe he'll he'll be a, a, a top five guy at best, uh, and then like by the end of the the summer, uh, maybe he turns things around, or maybe uh, the trends that we've seen in the last few championships rear their ugly head again. And, uh, and he ends up bowing out uh, at some point or, or, or just his body's just not able to, to cope with it. Uh, I hope that he's able to race the whole series. Lord knows he's won this championship twice already uh, and he looks good doing it. Um, so I think the great, great rides from the Frenchman, Ferrandis uh, as well as the German as well. We have a very uh, eclectic group. Uh, one guy I think is going to take a huge step forward and this isn't a surprise to anybody. He had an awesome uh, winter racing Supercross. Was none other than Jason Anderson. That Kawasaki seems to fit him really nicely. Uh, that, uh, that that bike and the team just um, just seemed to work well with Jason. So if that's the case, then I, I think that uh, he stands a chance to uh, chalk up his first overall win. Uh, same thing with well, he's already had an overall win in the 450 class. Chase Sexton, I think he's going to have a whale of a summer as well. Uh, but honestly, I think the championship comes down to a guy who's done it a number of times before. If he races all the rounds and he's in full health with a with a kind of a banged up knee, it's Eli Tomac's summer to uh, to reclaim his title uh, at the top of the step, the 450 uh, class. So that's where I'm thinking about that. Boy, guys, uh, hopefully you guys uh, enjoy this podcast with Danica White. I enjoyed recording it as always. Uh, she is an absolute gem, and welcome to come on the podcast whenever she likes. Uh, hope that you guys enjoy it. So enjoy this podcast with Danica White and. check in with you just afterwards welcome to the big mx radio podcast brought to you by fox racing canada and phoenix handlebars i am your host Brad Gebhart with me on the line she's been on before and bringing her on for this I think this is the sixth or seventh time now and it's always a pleasure her bubbly energy just brings the podcast to a whole new level and her knowledge about the sport is always uh welcome um she is the regional marketing coordinator for Canada Danika White Danica, how's it going <laughs>
1: It's going awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm the regional marketing coordinator for Canada for Fox Racing. So yeah, I'm located in Calgary, Alberta and work at the Fox Racing Canada headquarters here along with like all of our global employees in like North America and Europe. So yeah, but it's, it's going great. Thanks for having me again.
0: Hey, no problem whatsoever. Yeah, I probably should have mentioned what company you are, the regional marketing <laughs> coordinator uh, for Canada for. Uh, but yeah, Fox Racing Canada, and you're over there at the uh, the Fancy Digs at HQ. Uh, and you yourself, the reason why, like, we've been trying to do, like, a monthly podcast with bringing you on for at least an interview segment. The last time we had you on was a whole uh, group of the, uh, the Berms crew uh, 2.0. We brought on as well as uh, – uh Harley Lawson and uh a few others that uh that jumped on but uh, you've been such a busy bee that uh, we essentially we missed uh, a month in there. So it's been about eight weeks since I had you on last. Uh, but great to connect with you once again. Um, I guess the first place to start is that uh, the Girls in the Dirt ride that it has become uh, a bit of an annual thing. It, uh, I'm super jealous because you guys get to go to like Paula and a couple other places and ride some, uh, some really cool Husqvarna's, uh, which is a personal sponsor of yours. Uh, so tell me about it.
1: Yeah, so rad. So, yeah, coming into this year, I, I really wasn't too sure what my plans were. Like, I, with work and everything, it was going to be so busy. So, I was so pumped to do these kind of, like, one-off events and, like, races, anything that kind of came up, I, I was game for. So, yeah, last year was our first event with it. Uh, Husqvarna, who supports myself, and Surf and Berms, they brought us down to California last year for babes in the Dirt, and kind of how it goes is it's a event in the middle of the desert and it's ladies only like not even like, like your dad, your dude can't even come help you set up. Like it is all on your own. And uh Husqvarna brings 30 demo bikes there. So these ladies can test, try, go on rides with us. So that one was in October and then it was only in October cause it was delayed just like with COVID and all that stuff. So it was back on track this year. So we just had it end of April and man, it was just such a killer way to kick off the spring. Um, the weather was so good. So it's in, it's kind of in Gorman area. You're a little bit higher up. So you kind of get like that high, like high des weather. Like when we got there the first day, there was some snow and crazy winds and flowers blooming. So it was, like the scenery is amazing. And yeah, so it's babes in the dirt. Um, The lovely Anya and Ashmore created this event, like not thinking like how impactful it would be for all these women to come out. Like there's ladies driving like thousands of kilometers just to show up to this event and ride bikes. And yeah, so we go there for Husqvarna. And again, we had the 30 demo bike suite set up and a super rad crew at Husky. Like it's just like a second family seeing them. So it's always so cool. To catch up and go for rides with them and yeah we were able to go on demo ride suites with girls who like really haven't ever been on a big bike or maybe on like a 350 or a 150 and got to kind of walk them through bikes and different sections and yeah it was just three solid days um janny from calgary and myself went so yeah it was a great time us two canadians had a blast leading leading all the ladies around
0: that's awesome. And honestly, it it's the kind of event that makes literally anyone who doesn't get that exclusive invite like all kinds of PB and jealous uh, because yeah, the bikes are trick. Uh, everything's on point. The conditions are cool. And just the vibe seems to be so positive and, uh, and welcoming. Uh, you've got uh, some, some ladies down from down in California who probably know those trails really well. And there's a, the rad gr- uh, group as well. I believe it's Brittany Marquette. If, if I'm saying the name correctly. Um, yeah. Is it, is that her last name is? I can't like, it's a different last, it's a different spelling. <laughs>
1: yeah I, I i might butcher it as well too but yeah so she was there in the october one unfortunately she couldn't make it with husqvarna this this year because okay. she's stunt doubling in rome which is so cool so yeah no it was deal. kind of uh, just a couple different people in the crew but yeah babes in the dirt it's uh like ladies only so anyone can go you just buy your ticket it caps at 500 because it's a state park so okay it's pretty cool it's not like it's like a private facility like we're At a state park and the park officers are prepping the tracks and then there's a full trail sections that are marked in the back road and yeah it's it's very humbling because we show up there and obviously we've ridden for a really long time and we kind of like don't you it's hard to think back to that first time ever being on a bike and yeah there's so many new ladies that show up that either just bought a new bike and that's the first time they're gonna ride or they haven't rode in like 10 years or they've never even rode with a group of females so yeah it's it's empowering that way to be able to give back and create that soak for for other riders to experience what we get to like have every weekend so yeah it's it's very humbling and it's an awesome experience for anyone that would want to drive out there like we're hoping to do a Canadian convoy for the next one so 2023 will be we'll be driving down so if anyone wants to join along on our trip just follow surf and berms or something like it would
0: be a good time absolutely i think following surf and berms is uh, a good advice for anyone within the sport of motocross uh, period uh, a motocross community like no other in my opinion like uh, i can't think of an organization locally that does as good a job of bringing people together and and cultivating uh new opportunities for people to ride dirt bikes and you're exactly right um when it, when it comes to, like, going to an event like this, uh, you're able to drink all of that in. Uh, but at, at the same time, I'm sure it's a, it's a big time commitment as well. How do you make time for all of your work uh, obligations on, on top of that?
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. So I'm I'm working during the weeks, and then I would fly out to the event and then fly back and work. So, yeah, definitely it makes life busy. Um, I, I love it. It kind of seems like any event that we do like that is – is my vacation and I love taking vacation time off to go do things like that especially for like brands like Husqvarna that supports us and experiences to go with that so yeah no, it's busy I've just been I feel like on an airplane quite a bit this last month so haven't haven't got too much serious motos in but it's been yeah rad time so yeah you got to balance that work and vacation mode for sure.
0: Certainly, and, and you you uh, had an opportunity to do a little bit of riding. That's one of the things I love about Calgary is that they have a m- much extended riding season than uh, the, the the winter Wonderland that is uh, Manitoba. You were able to do a little bit of riding uh, before going down there. Uh, but it must have been uh, you must have still been a little bit rusty when it comes to uh, navigating some of those trails.
1: Yeah, especially um, getting on different bikes, like it's pretty cool. They have the 150 and the 350s out there so you got like the both enduro models and then the street model so it was cool to be able to jump back and forth but the trails out there are super flowy and like very very easy systems like no logs or like crazy huge rocks where we went so it was just such a good like start to the season to kind of be able to be with these riders that are like taking it at a good pace and you can kind of Go go a little bit slower and tame it back a bit. So yeah, I know it was awesome to kind of start the season off with a, a little bit more of a chill, chill ride. But riding all day, so yeah, I know it was awesome to be on a bike for from sunrise to sunset almost.
0: <laughs> awesome, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's I, I think when I when I think of the trips that you've been on lately, I think diversity is the word that comes to mind because you're riding off road and these awesome trails in a national park with these awesome ladies who like. The the women of motocross are really uh, like a, a connective tissue that is that often gets overlooked as far as uh, being a part of the community and the passion within it. Um, often, I, I think of some of the people who I can think of who I love the way that they love the sport of motocross of just loving their sport, doing it for the at the purest form and uh, and getting so much out of it. Uh, it must feel really. Um, uh, rewarding for you to be able to not only cultivate that, but also experience it as well.
1: For sure, yeah. Like, like you said, like seeing individuals just loving it and doing it because, like, that's what she enjoys doing it or as a hobby. Um, yeah, it's kind of, I guess, maybe more of a Canadian moto thing. Like, it's not like a lot of us are doing this for a job. It's it's our hobby, and we kind of work to keep doing this. So. I feel like that's where the passion really fires up because we just love it so much that we want other people to enjoy it. And we're putting all the work into like create this awesome environment and wanting to share that with others. So yeah, I think that's kind of why it's a little bit more connective because yeah, at the end of the day, it's for fun. It's not like most of us are being paid to be out there cash and checks from racing and stuff. Like we're still just using vacation time to go do this and man, just keep doing it as long as you can.
0: absolutely no I couldn't agree more and you certainly uh, take some great opportunities including when you represent Canada you got the 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 flag on your chest you might be wearing the, the latest and greatest from Fox uh, and I did notice the fox boots by the way um, when you <laughs> headed down to represent Canada with ride cake it's an electronic or an electric bike uh, that uh, you've gone over overseas to do this time you stayed on the the continental uh, North America to go do it uh, alongside guys like uh, um, Moseman it was not his, uh, not Michael Moseman but his brother Josh Moseman as well as my good yep. friend uh, Dennis Stapleton from uh, motocross action there was a ton of cool people there you were able to go down there spin some laps and uh, and enjoy it tell me a little bit about that
1: oh yeah like same thing I feel like every company that's within the motorsport industry is just fueled by those like really passionate people and share that common thread and stoke. So yeah, I seeing, seeing the cake team again, they're an amazing team of people behind the brand. So that in itself makes it a rewarding experience to be a part of. And yeah, there was a, so what it is, is it's the cake world race and um, what they're, what they've started is a 16 rider round robin format where it, it's male, female, from all different disciplines so it's kind of just like a whole new vibe to racing where it's not like just male on a certain bike so yeah it was us 16 from all different disciplines and yeah there is five girls all together like Oriana Fraser also from Canada her and I both got to represent Canada out there and we were both females so I was pretty pumped on that I haven't seen her since the nationals two years ago so it's so cool to catch up with her and then Ashley Fiolik, like absolute legend. I can't believe I got to race her. So just getting female goat. Yeah. So just getting to meet these people, and then mountain bike legends, Zelina Hoppin and Danny Johnson. They they're Fox women's riders. So I was thought that was amazing to be able to meet them as well. And they're full mountain bike girls. So it's not even like they they moto that often. So seeing people be able to cross rate right over onto an electric bike that. Like, they, they don't ride dirt bikes. Like, it's very level playing field, and the cake bike is a little electric. The only controls on the bars are brakes, so your rear brake's on the left, front brake's on the right, so it's kind of backwards for mountain bikers, but maybe, like, us coming from moto, the front brake makes sense on the right. So, yeah, it was definitely a learning curve for everyone to get used to the bikes again, totally different feel. The track was really fun um this time it was kind of like horse riding arena dirt because it was at the del mar fairgrounds um horse track racing like very famous horse track racing i guess sea biscuit right there at some point <laughs> yeah so we got to race under you that. and
0: Seabiscuit. biscuit you see exactly. C- you biscuit and ashley F- fialik like top top three like i
1: can't, can't, can't even believe yeah. it yeah so the dirt was different than the last race i got to do on the cake electric bike because the last one was a lot more gravelly where this one it it was a bit slippery but more dirt like it was more like sandy horse riding arena yeah Yeah. so it's kind of like pump track feeling and it was pretty cool to actually like test out the bike and push it to its limit and i personally like because yeah i have pretty small feet they're like um like size five four men so the rear brake being on like the left hand instead of a clutch like it was kind of cool once you got used to it like you kind of like slide the rear end of it without having to move your feet and you're kind of in that mountain bike attack position so yeah it made for Mm -hmm. some like fun time and good racing
0: absolutely yeah you have the tiniest little feet like i i did notice the, the boots you're wearing, those gotta be, those have to be youth or junior boots.
1: Oh mama, yeah, I may I might be wearing box boots, am I? I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm rocking some, uh, yeah, some smaller boots. Um, I might be just like testing some stuff out until something actually releases later this year, hint, hint, but yeah, no, I, I I'm super pumped all the one thing i can say is they aren't junior boots so i'm pretty blown away at this point but yeah no pretty pumped to be fox head to toe right now it's something that i've i've never been able to in like my whole riding life so yeah it's been pretty cool to be i guess g'd up from the feet up is is that is that how you say it
0: I I think that is what the cool kids say. And yeah, that's good to know that we're, uh, we're, we're breaking stories here on big MX radio. Uh, Maybe look for something new from Fox uh, coming out in, uh, in the fall time, perhaps, but um, like, okay. So you're, you're out with the, the ride cake thing. You're at the, the, uh, Girls in the Dirt event. That's awesome too. You're you're back home every once in a while for a surfing berms event, and then uh, every once in a while you also ju- jump on the on a, on a plane and head on out to uh, Gopher Dunes, where he was on the on the podcast just last week. Uh, uh, Derek Schuster was telling us all about uh, this awesome uh, media launch they did with the team, Dylan Wright. Uh, as well as Ryder McNabb, were them as well G'd up from the feet up, uh, head to toe in Fox, looking fresh. Because um, let's be honest, if you're, if you're going to get gear, you want to be head to toe in Fox. And if, you're, if you don't agree with me, you're just lying. Um, but tell me a little bit about uh, going out and seeing the GDR boys.
1: Yeah, for sure. So moving into this position with Fox, um, I've gotten to know Derek and be able to work with them. So yeah, I work alongside Derek to get them... Kitted and all their Fox stuff. Uh, we we're stoked to be partnered with them. Like Derek runs a tight ship. Um, they always look professional. They run a very professional group and semi and all that. So yeah, I've never been out, out East to go for Dune. So Derek invited us out and he said that he's going to be doing this photo shoot one day and then media day the next. So we're like, Oh yeah, there's no way that we can miss that. So plus I was just pumped to check out the area. Cause, it would be a dream track that I'd love to ride at some point. So we got to go out there and yeah, the boys uh, were all kitted out in some new Fox stuff for the photo shoot. So we've been kind of planning this for the last couple of months just to make sure Derek kind of is very organized guy and wants to do it proper. So yeah, we've been had this date kind of set for a really long time and James Lissamore was out there shooting Ryder and Dylan. And we had two different kits that we wanted to kind of have on them. One very very um how would you say like on brand honda it's the fox honda flex air kit and then a new kit that's going to be dropping here pretty soon that they were also running uh just a little bit different not your your typical red honda set um so yeah it was it was awesome to see them kind of kitted out in that and get to see the boys behind the scenes doing their photo shoot and they're just a great group of people like i like I'm, I was so thankful to get that experience and kind of be around them and not just not just see them at the media day because yeah Dylan and Ryder they're awesome dudes they're very like I guess how would you say like real people like even when they're at the track they're talking to kids they're helping kids out they're they're not just like one of those riders that shows up and hides away all day like they're right there in the shop and it was really it was really humbling to see like how well they interacted with people and then spoke in the press conference and they're super serious on the track they're looking good and yeah i'm, I'm pumped to see how their season goes for them
0: oh they're both uh championship contenders the both of them they'll be looking good um and yeah like speaking of uh some new gear that's uh dropping uh yeah the, the honda look is always fresh but uh, uh divide as well as uh Recaine also available just got the email today. If you're not on the email list for Fox Racing Canada, do it. Uh, get yourself informed, and then you'll be looking good at the track no matter what. Um, but yeah, the the, the team has like over the over the last few years really taken fire. Obviously with Colton Fossiati and a number of uh, awesome racers throughout the earliest portion of their history, and then now most recently with uh, a Manitoba young stud in uh, Ryder McDab and uh, the defending champion, none other than Dylan Wright.
1: Yeah, it, it was really cool, especially just to see the history of all the bikes in the shop. Um, they lined them all up where like the mechanics are usually wrenching on bikes and just seeing how many championships and number ones. And oh, it was just the history runs so deep with them and where they started and, and even going to the track. Like I got to meet Derek's um, mom and dad who used to run the track like before him. And just to see it's a very family orientated grassroots type style especially having the track and the learn to ride and the track and trail out there like it was just it was just a whole experience on like totally different levels of pro racing to your local hometown riders coming out there so yeah it's a pretty cool pretty cool thing to be a part of
0: that it is was this particular like I, I noticed that uh Galdi got a time a moment to swing a light leg over a bike same thing with Derek himself was this a riding trip for you or were you uh, spectating only
1: I was spectating only unfortunately I didn't get to ride any of the bikes but hopefully hopefully get out there and and rip around the track at some point even just like on my own bike like that facility looks amazing but I guess the coolest part was I got to spectate uh, Ryder and Dylan on their track, like on their practice track. And let me tell you, that thing is gnarly. Like I wish um, people could see how gnarly this practice track is. But they ride. Like I assume that they would ride the the main track, like the super sandy track there. And their track is crazy. Like I, I guess it gets groomed like once a year. So yeah, those boys put the work in and it's definitely, we're spoiled having him prep tracks every day in Calgary. And I guess sometimes we will just have to ride a roach track to really understand, uh, how you, how you, how you get better, you know?
0: <laughs> oh, those guys have next level skill. They, I, I was talking about this with, uh, um, with Derek is that like, um, those guys on the roughest gnarliest track when it's at its absolute worst, turn lap times 10-15 seconds a lap faster than I would if it was glass smooth and I had had a month riding there already. So uh, <laughs> it's always pretty amazing to see what the the, the top guys can, can um, come up with uh, in conditions like that, especially a local product, which for a Manitoban uh, who is soon to be a Calgarian, uh, it's pretty much a pretty big point of pride. Uh, because uh, just seeing someone uh, from from the friendly confines of Manitoba is not something that we saw too much throughout the, the the 2000s. A little bit in the 90s, like we had Ryan Miller for a little bit there, uh, and he was uh, had some skills in his own right. But good to see uh, a, a local product uh, for Manitoba, anyway, in in Ryder McNabb. Yeah,
1: and not only like a local product, but such a good ambassador for the sport. And he's so young; like I think he's still just 16, and he presents himself amazing like he got dressed up at the press conference looked killer talked like he was like over 18 you know like and he's just so seasoned and and just uh awesome I guess like homegrown type kid like when we met him at his track for the nationals and stuff he's just there helping out like ripping around making sure everyone's good so yeah he hasn't he hasn't changed at all he's still such a great person to have in the sport and like kids to look up to and yeah I'm I'm pumped to be
0: able to support him. Certainly. No, absolutely. I totally agree. Like he uh he's he's uh wise beyond his years, mature beyond his years. Uh yeah, he jumps in the skid steer, dozer, whichever have you, uh goes washes his bike, works, works on his bike and uh, well spoken on top of that um can't say enough good things about Ryder McNabb and you can look for, forward some even better things uh from him this season because i think he's going to be uh, knocking down some wins uh kid is only 16 years old he's got a, a great future ahead of him in the sport of motocross um you've got some events coming down the pipe with uh with surfing berms uh so to close out the podcast and our our interview here i thought i'd give you an opportunity to uh not only like plug some of those events and bring some more attention to them but uh, also just sort of give give, uh, people a little bit of an insight of uh, if they haven't already heard what Surf and Berms is all about um, yeah give them that insight
1: yeah so Surf and Berms is I guess kind of like a little ride group that's now a community of riders that just like support each other but Surf and Berms is some ladies ride days that we have in Calgary Um, we're hoping to branch out into other areas but the really cool thing about it is it's run on a completely volunteer effort right now. So all the money that we like sell and or that we raise from selling merchandise is just put back into the ladies community. And our ride days are just really heavily focused on getting new riders out there, getting them comfortable. Um, yeah, we're just here to fuel the best ride or the first ride. So our next one is June 8th and we're collaborating with rocky mountain dirt rider association it's a not-for-profit off-road um association that's usually rides in mclean area and they like help trail build and keep all the trails clean and and available so we're going to go off-road with some ladies and Calgary she- at wild Rose is june 29th and kind of how that works is we take the third track that's not being used that evening and we have a bunch of volunteer girls to show riders around and just get them comfortable and kind of meet new faces and just know that it's a safe environment that you can come out again even if it's not on a and brooms ride night but yeah our last one we had 80 to 90 ladies and girls show up so it's so rad just to know that there's that many people on bikes and they want to share the same experience and get to know each other and find that riding buddy. So there's definitely girls that do it. So even guys, to help with anything that you need, we're usually somewhere riding in Alberta. So if you see a Surf and Berms logo on like anyone's bikes or jerseys, that that's kind of like the, the thing is if you see that these type of people are, you can walk up to ask questions if you need help they're going to be very welcoming so make sure to make sure to ask questions if you need or talk to those riders
0: Awesome. Well, uh, I can't say enough good things about Surf and Berms. It's, uh, it's all about inclusivity, and you guys cultivate a great culture of, uh, of fast ladies who love their sport and uh, and have an opportunity to connect um, within that, uh, that community. So uh, hats off to you. I know it's, you're not uh, the only person who contributes to it, but you're a big uh, uh, proponent of it and someone who uh, has her hands on it quite a bit. So uh, good on you, girl, because that's awesome.
1: No, thanks so much. Yeah, it's just like there's so many people that help out and, and are so giving, and Husqvarna has really stepped up and helped us out this year, and like Blackfoot Direct with Lexi and the whole team there, and pretty much every shop in Calgary and surrounding, there's riders from there that work there or are sponsored there. So it's a very, like, not just one person can show up and be there. It's just, yeah, it's a whole family, and that's that's kind of what we really strive to keep going, And and, yeah, if anyone ever – wants to come try it, uh, we're, we're always out there. So yeah, come reach out.
0: Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun, uh, Danica. Danica White from Fox Racing Canada, back on the Big MX Radio podcast after a month uh, removed. Uh, we'll have you on again uh, sometime in the middle of, uh, of June to uh, to debrief, to discuss, and maybe talk about the first few, few rounds uh, of um, of Triple Crown Series action as well as the uh, the racing down in the, the U.S. of A. Uh, probably it'll be a couple of weeks after uh, the, the Triple Crown Series rides through through uh, uh, Heller, which is a track that I've already gotten an opportunity to ride recently. Um, so, yeah, uh, some stuff on the horizon, and I really appreciate you making some time tonight.
1: Yeah, appreciate it, and can't wait to catch up after after we get to watch some more Rad Racing.
0: <laughs> awesome. Well, do not hang up just yet, Danica, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there. And off she goes, Danica White, off to uh, California this weekend to uh, likely she's going to be at uh, Fox Raceway representing Fox Racing Canada. If you uh, are, are looking for a new set of gear, you want to be protected, you want to be looking good, you want to be uh, have the best fitment. Uh, I recently got my first pair of Fox Instinct boots uh, ever. I recently, I had uh, Fox firma a comps back in the day. Uh, and, uh, they don't at all compare to how amazing these instincts are. Uh, my first pair of non black or non white boots in over a decade. Uh, and I love them there. They fit awesome. They feel really good. I can't wait to take them to the track. Um, but, uh, yeah, go, go ahead to go to your local dealer guys. Uh, ask to see the catalog or go online, look at the catalog, go to your local dealer, say, Hey, I want to get this from, uh, um, uh, from fox uh, racing canada um, i don't know if you guys saw that black and yellow stuff that they debuted this week it looks really cool kind of retro looking um, it has like its yellow body with black sleeves love that look black and yellow is always a tight look no matter what kind of bike you're on uh, so look for me to definitely be bugging my friend jc sites over at fox racing canada to possibly have uh, another delivery sent my way fingers crossed love you buddy um but yeah hope you guys enjoyed this podcast hope you, you guys go back in the archives and listen to some au- other awesome ones steve Lampson was a great interview back in the day as well as um chad watts is one that i've posted a couple of times just because he was so good so much information that was one of the first uh, big big interviews that we had on the podcast uh and um so go check out the uh, some of the archives of some past shows that we did and uh yeah as always thanks for listening